Let's go in-depth on Iowa State with the Des Moines Register. It's time, it's time for Cyclone Insider on 1460 KXNO. You want an Iowa State football depth chart? I've got an Iowa State depth chart, at least in my own mind. I'm Randy Peterson. Travis Hines is, is off this week, so I'm going this part of the Cyclone Insider podcast um, solo right here on, on KXNO and 106.3 FM. Um, I, I I do the I've received a lot of input on the the my text group, my Iowa State fan text group, and and they've asked for um, they've asked a lot of questions, and and uh, most recently, given the fact that we've started our our um, weekly interview or our, our twice a week interviews with assistant coaches and players, fans have been been curious about a depth chart. Um, Iowa State's depth chart historically has been released um, the first Monday or Tuesday of of game week. Um, so I, I don't suspect that'll change this year. So I'm, I'm guessing whatever the whatever the date is, the Monday and Tuesday before the September third opener against Southeast Missouri at uh, at Jack Tri Stadium. I'm guessing that's when. That's when we'll see the depth chart for the first time. But uh, and I get I get the fact that fans are curious. Um, a lot of players were lost from last year's team, as 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 you know, and a lot of a uh, lot of replacements, a lot of holes, to, a lot of holes to fill. I, I, I will I will say this about the first depth chart: it's going to be full of the word "or." Um, it's that's. Um, it's not just Iowa State. It's it's um, it's every most every school in the country, um, and even even and especially this early in the season. But but even even down into the middle of the season, Iowa State's depth chart and others throughout the country have been have been this player or that player. You know, we'll see the we'll see the first we'll have the first teamer figured out. But beyond that, you, you could see or, you know, this player or that player or that player. So um, when we see the, the depth chart for the first time, there'll be um, a lot of ors. So I'm going to start off with with the offense. Um, the most, you know, where I, I, Iowa State lost Brock Purdy, you know that. Iowa State lost Brees Hall, we know that. Iowa State lost the best two tight ends. In, in program history in Charlie Kohler and in Chase Allen. Iowa State lost, um, you know, a lot of production from those guys. So um, replacing them won't be easy. One of the coaches, um, one of the coaches this week said that it was uh, actually Eli uh, Rashid, um, defensive line coach said some of the defensive line positions he specifically he was talking about the interior defensive line position that will be filled by committee um, so I think I think you're going to see some of that as we as we move forward but everybody knows Hunter Decker Deckers is going to be the quarterback um, the the thing right the, right there the most telling factor in this was that, that now think about this for a minute. Matt Campbell did not go to the transfer portal after Brock Purdy left following last season after the after the Clemson game 
um, in the Cheez-It Bowl. Campbell did not go to the transfer portal to look for a quarterback. He had that much faith. <clears throat> he had that much faith that Hunter Deckers, a strong-armed lefty from, from West Sioux High School, had that much faith that, that Deckers could get the job done. He saw, um, you know, we've seen Deckers in spot situations the last couple of seasons. We also, and, and that, we also saw him during the fourth quarter last season against Iowa, where Brock was having a horrible day, maybe his worst as a, one of his worst at least, as a, as an Iowa State quarterback. One of his few bad days, by the way. And, Campbell decided that, that this stuff needs something needs to change, and so he put in Hunter Deckers, and, and I thought Deckers did did a pretty good job um, during the fourth quarter. I think at one point he rallied Iowa State. Iowa State rallied to within to within one score behind behind Hunter, and and uh, I looked at, at Hines in the press box, and I said, yeah, he's going to bring Brock in. He's going to now bring Brock in, and he didn't. He stuck with he stuck with Hunter Deckers. So, so given given that, and the fact that 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 Matt did not go to the transfer portal for a quarterback, Hunter Deckers is, is the guy now. Who's going to back up Hunter Deckers? I, Ashton Cook or, or Rocco Beck? I'm guessing I'm guessing it's Ashton Cook. Um, um, he's. Uh, wouldn't this be cool? He's a, he's a he's a um, his, his dad, as you guys know, is Marv Cook, um, former Iowa great tight end, former NFL player for a lot of years. Um, how about this? How about this? Ashton Cook throws a touchdown pass at Kinnick Stadium during the Seahawk game in the same stadium that his dad used to catch touchdown passes all the time. How cool would that be? But for that to happen, something's going to have to happen to to, to Deckers, or, or something's going to have to be way out of whack there. So, so anyway, the quarterbacks Deckers and Deckers and Cook. Um, I, I'm guessing Cook starts out as as number two running back. Jirel Brock is going to be the starter. That's as I said. This is all my conjecture. Jirel Brock will be the starter. Look, it, it, yeah, okay. There, there's good players behind him but look at what what this guy did Jirel Brock could have gone could have hit the transfer portal heck a lot of people hit the transfer portal when they're when they're not getting the playing time that they think they deserve Jirel Brock could have hit the portal knowing he was going to play behind behind Brees he did not he stayed as 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 coaches are so famously say he stayed the course so Jirel Brock is going to get every chance at that at that number one position, and he he started there in the in the um, um, in the Cheez It. He'll start there on September third um, against Southeast Missouri. Who plays behind him? This is where you're going to see the oars: Eli Sanders, or Deion Silas, or Cartavius Norton. We talked to. Um, Eli Sanders this week or last week. We talked to him last week. So maybe that's a hint that he's the number two because he, they, Iowa State brought him to, to, um, to, uh, to interviews when we were talking to, to position groups. So maybe that's a hint that he's the number two running back. I don't know. But certainly um, he's, he, he pl- he's played. Silas has played. They both played extensively against 
excuse me, against uh, in the the blowout against uh, at UNLV. So um, I'm looking for for Brock and Sanders to go one two in the running back. Don't and then with with Silas and Cartavius Norton Norton, who we did not see um, in the spring because of injuries. I'm looking for for them to to be right there also. Tight ends. This is going to be very interesting. Who replaces Chase Allen? Who replaces um, Charlie Kohler? We know for sure Jared Russ will start. Well, he'll be in one of the positions. It's the, the fullback slash blocking tight end position. He's good. He's good there. He was a, a, a an all-conference choice there. At, at, they called it fullback. He's an offensive. Um, he, he's, a, he's a force there he'll he'll be this he'll start at that position Deshaun Hanneke um who's played might back Jared Russ up at that position who's um who starts at the at the other at another tight end if Iowa State uses two tight ends who's the who's the next one I'm going to say Easton Dean the converted quarterback remember that three years ago two years ago whenever it was Campbell said that this that this guy was was destined for greatness when when Easton made the switch from quarterback to to tight end said that he could be um, the best tight end in Iowa State history. This was before Charlie Kohler. This was before Chase Allen, of course, were, were went on to their to their fame. Nonetheless, Easton Dean is, is he looks good. He's six six whatever two forty. Um, this kid, this kid looks good, and, and he's excited about this year. So I'm guessing that he's the um, that, that the starting tight end will be Jared Russ, Easton Dean, and keep an eye on keep an eye on Tyler Moore now. Don't forget him, a redshirt freshman from Johnston. This guy is off the charts. Um, he's in the, the the film room constantly. He's before pra- he's, he works out before practice. He works out after practice. Somebody called him the Incredible Hulk. A while back, I'll tell you what. When I saw him um, last week and, and 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 spoke with him, my golly, he was. This kid is is uh, he looks like he's he's got uh, very much uh, uh, high ceiling ahead of him, and and coming from a good program too, Brian Woodley's program at at um, at Johnson High School. So, um, but the starters there will be Jared Russ and Easton Dean, and then and then with Tyler Moore. Um, backing in there in there someplace the offensive line always a question mark with Iowa State always um, is this a year that this offensive line becomes what fans would say a very good offensive line Trevor Downing says yes Trevor Downing says this will be the the best offensive line on which he's played the bar's not really high there but but um, um, we'll see so let's go so let's go right now. Let's just start left to right. Tyler Tyler Miller be the starting left tackle, and, and I'm guessing that that uh, James Neal backs him up. I, the, the starters are set. The starters are set unless there's injuries. Left tackle Tyler Miller backed up by by James Neal. Left guard Jared Hufford um, backed up by Hayden Pauls. Center Trevor Downing moved over from from uh, guard. Um, he played center at in, in the Cheez It Bowl after. Um, Colin Downing missed the game because of an injury. Center will be Trevor Downing, and your guess is as good as mine, who backs up Trevor Downing at center. The right guard is is Daryl Simmons, um, and Brady Peterson will probably back him up. And the right tackle is Jake Ramsburg, and and 
uh, Grant Triber will be will be right there with him. Uh, the right tackle is an interesting position this year because because that's the the blind side that's a blind side tackle. Remember, Hunter Deckers is a lefty, so that's um, that's the you know whoever is there. Jake and Jake Rims, Rimsberg at the beginning of the season at least um, will be in charge of, of protecting Hunter Deckers so he won't you know get blindsided, um, get whacked and you know not see it when he when he's passing. So it's going to be interest, interesting to keep your your eye on. So let's go over that again. The the starters at least from left to right: Tyler Miller, Gerald Hufford, Trevor Downing, Daryl Simmons, and Jake Rimsberg. Wide receivers, I say that this is the strongest part of Iowa State's offense. Without question, I, 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 it's, it's the strongest part of the offense. Um, and Iowa State, given the fact that there's no Brees Hall, Brees Hall was Iowa State's big play offensive, offensive guy last year, the last couple of years. Um, we'll have to see if Jirel Brock is, is, has that capability. But for now, at least, if, we're lo- if you're looking for a big play, it's going to be an offensive play. It's going to be Decker's passing um, to the wide re- passing to wide receivers, and I've written it. Hines has written it. <clears throat> Word out of uh, um, out of Iowa State um, from the players that we actually talked to, and from um, folks that have that have seen practice. We don't get into practice, but we talk to people who have who have seen practice. That yeah, they're going to throw the the, the deep ball has been has been a part of the offense and okay easy to, for you guys to say that that yeah deep ball against successful long passing against your against your own teammates remember iowa state's defense is is a top five um defense so so that's that's a pretty good gauge so um iowa state's gonna gonna throw the ball let's just let's just let's just all agree there um Xavier Hutchinson is, is going to be one of the best receivers in the in the in the Big Twelve, if not the country. He's he's he decided he came <clears throat> excuse me he came back when he could have when he could have uh, um, worked out for the NFL. He decided to come back. Give him credit for that. Um, so he'll be he'll continue to be one of the top one of the top receivers. Uh, Jalen Knoll, I, I like this kid a lot. I liked him last year as a freshman. I like him even more now. Um, He's he's I don't want to say destined for greatness, but this guy is is um, is is very good. Keep an eye on him, and he's very quick. The other starting wide receiver, he's been he's a veteran. He's been there, Sean Shaw. He knows the plays. Um, he's been working hard this summer. So I would I would suggest that um, that that he he's that other starting receiver, and so that that your starters then are are Xavier Hutchinson, Jalen Knoll. Sean Shaw, and now the backups. This is where I. This is why I say Iowa State. This is the best position group Iowa State has. These guys are good too. These guys are good enough to start at some other schools. Greg Gaines. I had somebody who knows quite a bit about football tell me that 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 this guy is 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 going to be great someday, um, if not now. He's uh, he's a freshman. He already played last year a little bit. He's. Uh, um, He's, he's had a very, very good fall camp, and he worked out hard this summer, and he was good in the spring. Keep an eye on Darren Wilson, also maybe the fastest guy on the team. Um, 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 Dimitri Stanley has shown, has shown um, good ability 
this this fall. Jackson has two, so um, I think I think there's that that position is loaded is loaded with depth. So one more time, the starting wide receivers: Xavier Hutchinson, Jalen Knoll, and Sean Shaw. We'll come back with the defense after this word. Everything you need to know about Iowa State. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Back with you on the Register's Weekly Insider, Cyclone Insider. Uh, I'm Randy Peterson. Travis is off this week. Continuing on with uh, um, with the my guess of a depth chart. My guess. Um since the, that we won't see a depth chart until the first week of the season, um, is anybody going to going to dispute Will McDonald as the top defensive end in the country? I saw somewhere that he was he was uh, one of the top rated one of the top five players nationally, regardless of position. This guy is is uh, and, and, and what a what a job that his coaches, you know, Eli Rashid in particular, like I said earlier in the in the first segment. Um, Will McDonald, his coaches have made Will McDonald a player. Will McDonald did not start playing football until he was a junior in high school. Um, so that's a that's a credit. He could have gone pro. He could have gone pro last year, but he decided to. I'm sure they had he had the the pro input, like a lot of the players do. And, and there were some things that that um, they said he had to work on, and, and he he decided to come back. Now, will he have 11 and a half sacks or whatever it was that he had last year, last year? I don't know. But if he does, my golly, um, teams are going to be uh, – offenses are going to be running to the opposite side. They're going to be doubling him, tripling him, chipping him, um, holding him, um, doing, doing everything legal and illegal to keep him out of the backfield. But anyway, he'll get there, trust me. He absolutely will get there. So Will McDonald obviously starts it. At one of the defensive ends, nose tackle. This is the part where, where Rashid said it, it could be by committee. Any any Iwazarike, I don't think we we gave him enough credit last year. He played outside. He played inside. He was he was as versatile as a, a, a defensive lineman as I've seen. I don't think we gave him a credit last year. He got drafted, and good for him. Um, I don't think there's anybody that can. The, any one player that can replace him. So Isaiah, it's be a battle of. This is where you'll see an or on the depth chart. Isaiah Lee or J.R. Singleton. Um, does it? How many players does it take to replace any Iwazarike? Two, um, and that's not a bad thing because that's how good he was. Who's going to play the other defensive end? Blake Peterson. He looked good the other day. He he came and he talked to us last week. And once again, I don't. They don't. Um, they don't send those players over to talk to reporters um, unless they expect big things from them. So, from them, so I'm ge- <clears throat> excuse me. I'm guessing Blake Peterson, the kid out of Beersford, South Dakota, and I do think it's Beersford. Um, I think he'll he'll be the he'll be the starter at the other defensive event. And keep an eye on the Minnesota transfer, MJ Anderson. He had he had um, um, some injuries last year with the Gophers. Rashid said that he is 100% healthy this year, so um, so we can, you know, he's got some depth there, and he's got veteran depth there, and he's got there's, there's power five depth um, with MJ Anderson. Back up now. Who who backs up? Who backs up Will McDonald? As good as he is, he can't play 50 snaps a game, um, at least going full bore. 
um, for lack of a better term. They, he can't. At, with the high motor that, that Will plays with, there's no way he can, he can play that many snaps. If he gets Iowa State and get 30 good, great snaps out of him, perfect. Um, but whoever backs him up is going to is is um, going to have a, a big job to do. Um, T.J. O'Neiden is is getting high praise from what I understand, and so is Howard Brown. Um, so I, I think we keep an eye we keep an eye on on, on those guys as, as well. So who starts going recapping that position now? Who starts on September third? Will McDonald, obviously. Blake Peterson will be at the other um, starting defensive end spot. And who starts in the middle? By committee. Isaiah Lee, J.R. Singleton. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll see it. And here's here's an interesting. What about this? What about this? I think I mentioned this last week. Um, what if Isaiah Lee and J.R. Singleton prove to be so good, prove to be so good, you need both of them on the field? Does Iowa State... Throw in a does Hickok throw in a some four man front? Keep an eye on that. And I have not talked to Hickok about that. I've not heard one word out of Iowa State's camp about that. But it's possible. Um, but uh, McDonald Lee and 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 Peterson, no relation, um, will be your starting defensive lineman. Linebackers, Iowa State lost Mike Rose. Iowa State lost Jake Hummel. Two of the best. Linebackers in Iowa State history. Um, who, who replaces him? Oh, Ryan Vance came back. He could have opted for the for the NFL for the draft. He could have worked out um, for the draft. He came back. He'll be in the middle. Um, Gary Vaughn, who was one of the best linebacker backups in the Big Twelve last year. Um, he's good enough to start, but he couldn't because Iowa State, like I said, Iowa State had had um, a, 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 a conglomeration of, of, of three starting linebackers that were among the best trio in, in school history. So Gary Vaughn will be the starter at one of the outside linebackers. Colby Reeder, um, transferred from Delaware. This guy's a very, very interesting story. He's 25 years old. Um, this is his fourth, de- the fourth, fourth defense in which he's played. Um, he's very, he's his IQ is is very good, obviously, to, to have played that many, that many, um, that many defenses. And Tyson Veit, the the linebackers coach, talked to us last week, and 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 Tyson is is very high on Colby Reader. So Gary Vaughn, Arya Vance, and, and Colby Reader will start at linebacker and. One former at one position or another. Keep an eye on Will McLaughlin, um, a backup. Um, um, Cole Peterson is going to be one of the backup. Hunter Zenzen, we've heard about him. Um, Kendall Jackson, they're going to be backups. Um, Tyson said that this that this position is deep, maybe as good a depth as Iowa State's had under this regime. So. I guess we'll have to we'll have to um, to see there, but uh, recap: Gary Vaughn, Orion Vance, and Colby Reader will be your starting linebackers. Um, who plays that hybrid position? The linebacker, safety, corner, whatever you want to call it. Bo Freiler. Bo, Bo Freiler was came on like like many defensive backs. Bo Freiler played very very well as the season progressed last year, so he's earned. 
he's earned that that spot. Um, he was a reason um, some of those some of those um, those those uh, secondary players hit the transfer portal after last season because as their time as their playing time gradually went down towards the end of the season and playing time of younger players went up. Bo Freiler was one of those guys. So I'm looking for big things out of him. Anthony Johnson switching over to safety from corner. He's he's excited about that. I talked to him at Big 12 Media Days. I talked to him at Iowa State's Media Days. He's he's uh, just really excited about about playing out there at at the free safety spot. He it's a chance for him to expand his his defensive backfield knowledge. Um, just just expand everything he does out there, and it's just another addition for his resume. So obviously he's starting there. Who else starts at safety? Malik Verdon, possibly um, Blake Thompson. Somebody, you know, one of the one of those guys. I think you might see some oars, oars here. Quarterback, a cornerback. This position is is um, very interesting. It's 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 very good. And he these are and with Miles Purchase and T.J. Tampa, whom I get, who I'm guessing will be the starters. Their play increased. They're they're the players among the players whose whose play whose whose um, action increased as the season went on. And and the, the the players they were replacing obviously didn't play as much. They were the re, they were these guys came on so strong that that other players transferred. So that's that's a good thing. So Miles Purchase and TJ Tampa, I'm guessing, are your are your corners, and that that's they're those will be very very good corners. Um, <laughs> then you, then they're backed up. Then in, then what do you do with Tavon Kyle? Tavon Kyle played a lot of ball last year. Somebody said Tavon Kyle once told me last year that Tavon Kyle is is um, Iowa State's best defensive player in the future. Well, maybe the future is now. So um, that's that's adds great depth back there. And Darren Porter, he he'll add depth back there also. Um, so I guess we'll just we'll just have to see there. So um, let's let's recap the excuse me. Let's re- recap the. The starting defense, um, Will McDonald, Isaiah Lee, and Blake Peterson along the line. Gary Vaughn, Orion Vance, Colby Reeder in the middle. Bo Freiler, Anthony Johnson, Malik Verdon, Miles Purchase, and TJ Tampa um, will be uh, um, in, in, the, in the back end. So I, and that's a defense that, that uh, is quite a, bit of, quite a few veterans. Back there, Colby Reader's new to the to the to the system, but guys, that's he's he's played. He knows he knows. Um, um, this is Haycock's the fourth defensive. Like I said, Haycock is the fourth defensive coordinator for whom he's played. So um, his IQ is off the charts. I'm I'm excited about Bo Freiler. Um, saw him play a little bit last year. Hearing great things about him now. Uh, the all the uh, all the all the corners excited about excited about them. Um, uh, uh, Veit said Veit said last week. He said he said now make sure you keep an eye on on um, Will McLaughlin. So yeah, and Veit's good at what he does. Veit Veit has uh, um, defensive coordinator, future defensive coordinator written all over him. So. 
if anybody, you know, he knows what he's talking about there, and he's he's obviously produced produced wonderful linebackers at, at wherever he's been. So, um, and Iowa State's had good linebackers. So, um, I don't think there's any concern. Fans should have any concern there. I don't think fans should have concern. Like I said, in the back end and up front, keep an eye on what goes on in the middle, um, because there's nobody that's as versatile as as um, any Iwazarike was, so Isaiah Lee and J.R. Singleton are, are in the middle. So, so there's your defense. There's your offensive and defensive depth chart. I'll be back with special teams after this word. Everything you need to know about Iowa State. It's Cyclone Insider with the Des Moines Register on 1460 KXNO. Back with this final segment of Cyclone and Insider um, from the of the Des Moines Register on KXNO. 1460 and 106.3. I'm Randy Peterson, Travis Hines, who usually masterminds this this um, production is is off this week, and so if it's if it's um, if I sound a little disjointed, that's why I don't uh, I don't exactly specialize in in um, running things producing things like this but um i'm giving it a shot and maybe and maybe the fact that it's really raw and i'm just talking off the top of my head hey if you like it fine if you don't i'm sorry um but anyway the point the the i'm the point is still the same though going over the the depth chart for the for this football season and um regardless how it's coming across it's the the facts are you know the the players are still the are still the same. <clears throat> um, I've started with the with the offense, done the defense already. Let's hit the special teams. A lot of you have been asking about uh, about that also. <clears throat> Excuse me. First of all, I want to I want to just to recap about um, about stories that that both Heinz and I have written. Since since spring, the Iowa State's hiring of of uh, of a special teams coach. Yes, they hired a special teams coach. All you people who who were saying that Matt Campbell needed a special teams coach, um, and I agreed with you. John Bonamigo, Bono, they call him. Um, he's got extensive um, special teams coaching in the NFL. He, that's where he came from. He came from the NFL. He's he's got a Super Bowl ring with the Rams. He's been special teams coordinator with the Lions, Jacksonville, Green Bay, New Orleans, Miami. Um, he's he built up quite a bit of cachet during uh, his 16 seasons coaching special teams in the in the NFL. Campbell had a relationship with him um, back when Campbell was coaching in the MAC. Got to know got to know uh, Bono a little bit and and uh, I talked to Bono Bono is, is just one of the most intriguing people I've ever talked to my gosh um, I thought this when, it, when it was, I don't even remember when it was last spring early spring Campbell dropped Campbell dropped it just just mentioned it in passing um, at one of the the cyclone tailgates in in uh, in Iowa Falls that he mentioned this Bonamigo guy and I, I and I didn't ask anything anything more about it. I, I you know, he said he hired a, a special assistant to be to be a special teams coach. Oh, cool. Okay, um, I didn't think anything of it. And then I started asking around, talked to my guy Rory Walling, um, 
and and Rory said that Bono is 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 um, you know he's the guy. Bono can't go on the field. He's got to stay in the press box. He can't work directly with players because he's a special assistant. But he works with, directly with the coaches, who in turn work directly with the players. So I got a hold of Bono. Um, all right, I asked Campbell about it then at, at a tailgate in Okaboji and uh, at Arnold's Park, and I asked I asked him pulled Campbell aside, and I said, I said, uh, tell me a little bit about more about Bono. And oh my gosh, his eyes lit up, and so we talked, and then um, I got a hold of Bono's phone number, and I called him. This guy, this guy's just really intriguing. You ever, if you ever get a chance to sit down and talk to him, my golly, what a, what a varied background. Anyway, anyway, so I think you'll see um, special teams. Um, once again, I think special teams um, uh, will be a, a big factor with with Iowa State and and a guy who's been in the NFL for for 16 seasons is is going to be leading those those special teams so that's that's a little bit a little bit of background there and, and we didn't get a chance to talk to bono during during um um media day but uh i i spoke with him just briefly before media day we didn't go over any particulars or anything but but he said he's he's uh he's he's um cautiously optimistic <coughs> excuse me and I asked him in particular about about Jake Gilbert, a field goal kicker, um, a freshman field goal kicker. I asked him specifically about about Gilbert, and and uh, um, Bonner didn't didn't say anything. His eyes just lit up a little bit. So I, I'm guessing that uh, that Jace Gilbert is is uh, at least getting first crack at being Andrew Mevis's. Um, replacement, Gallic G. Remember Mevis? Remember the the game at K State where um, the players were chanting his name as they as they walked off the field. I think he had four field goals, and four extra points, and um, he was he was off the charts good. And and I was we've seen the last two years how much a, a place kicker, a field goal kicker, is is important um, for all teams. But the last two years, Iowa State's had eleven games. Eleven, the last two seasons, determined by by um, a field goal or less, a, a field goal or less, um, by three points or less, so or fewer. That's so that's that's why the the, the trend these days is for um, um, you know coaches to to load up to get as good a. Um, to spend a lot of time recruiting recruiting special teams players because it's in this day and age it's 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 making a difference and so who replaces Mebus? I'm I'm guessing it's it's going to be Jace Gilbert, um, he kid from Marlowe, Oklahoma. Um, he's not just a place kicker, but but let's just start with with the place kicking. He's a freshman. Um, last uh, the, his <clears throat> the last three seasons he was 15 for 19 in field goals. At, at at Oklahoma at Marlowe Oklahoma High School it's a two way school longest was a fifty two yarder he also kicked off oh my gosh remember two years ago three years ago whatever it was Iowa State before Mevis pre Mevis Iowa State was 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 so um, was so bad kicking off and it was because of injuries but it was so bad kicking off that um, they resorted they had to resort to to I don't want to say trickery because they didn't trick anybody, but but things that unconventional, unconventional things. How many times did Iowa say drop kick, the kickoff, 
on purpose. I mean, so it's uh, um, they did it a couple times at least. So I was, but we didn't see any of that. And and so sorry. Um, and so now we're um, into the kickoffs, and and at in high school, Gilbert. Um, was 100 he kicked of, of his 182 um kickoffs 173 went into the end zone that ain't bad um oh and oh by the way how about punting he averaged 41 yards a kick um cole's kicking camp we all know jamie cole um jamie rated gilbert the number 13 punter in the nation so and he had a number 18 um, uh, place kicker. So this guy's got all the tools. Jace Gilbert has all the tools to be, to be. Um, you know, Mavis ended up doing a multi-tool. <coughs> excuse me, a multi-tool um, um, special teams player, a multi-team kicker, a multi-tool kicker last year. And Jace Gilbert certainly has all the the um, um, the same attributes or similar attributes. But oh, by the way, he also played quarterback. In high school, um, completed uh, passes for five thousand yards and fifty-three touchdowns, while being just intercepted seventeen times. I'm, and I'm reading this from a, a directly from a story that I wrote um, during his career. He was also rushed for seventeen hundred yards and thirty-six touchdowns. So, will we see? Will we see? Uh, and, and Campbell has been very, very. Um, Stuff shirt on on the defense or on the special teams. So what we see, Bono open that up a little bit. You know, fake punts, for example, um, do some funky things um, in in field goal formation. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, um, anyway, so I, I'm guessing that uh, Jace Gilbert is is ends up being the 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 starting um, at least the starting kickoff guy and. And and field goal um, and kick field goals. As far as as far as a punter is concerned, um, wow, I, I I don't know. Um, I think uh, Iowa State doesn't have uh, camera shook is is back. Um, he kicked six times last year. Um, so, and Iowa State recruited uh, um, a punter also. In Tyler Perkins, from from Ohio, um, Perkins was was uh, you know and they, if you're recruiting a punter, you're not just recruiting a body. Um, he was uh, 247 sports ranked him the fourth best punter um, in the class in the nation. Cole had him number six. Um, um, he averaged. 40 yards a punt. It was at, like I said, he was at, at high school in, in Ohio. Averaged 40 yards a punt. Um, he's also a place kicker, but but uh, um, I don't think we'll see him in dual roles. So he could be, while it, it may start out being Cameron Shook, I would not be surprised to see um, the freshman Tyler Perkins end up as, as, the, as the punter. Um, as far as the return dudes, um, I, I, I think we just start with um, Jalen Nolan and uh, um, Xavier Hutchinson. They were they they were both in on kickoff, returning kickoffs. 
They returned punts. For sure, we'll see Jalen Knoll. Um, Knoll averaged um, um, seven, seven yards of return on, on, on punts, uh, which is, you know, when you're returning punts, you've got dudes, defensive headhunters coming down right at you. So um, he, he was consistent back there. On kickoffs, he was re, um, averaged 26 yards on uh, 11 on 11 kickoffs Xavier Hutchinson um, he was back there once um, returned to return to kickoff 21 yards um, Darian Porter returned returned kicks a little bit last year Eli Sanders Eli Sanders uh, we talked about him at running back Eli Sanders had three um, kickoff returns last year so um, I th- I think the kickoff return game will be will be just fine, just as long as you catch the ball and don't get hurt, and and run for run you on the punts. You catch the ball, don't get hurt, and run for cover. Um, hopefully towards the the end zone, um, because that's that's a nasty position to play. But anyway, so that's to recap. There is Jace Gilbert. <clears throat> um, I don't have any idea who's going to punt, but but let's just say it ends up being the freshman Tyler Perkins, and then. Um, Jalen Nolan and Hutchinson will be the the primary the primary kick returners. So that pretty much takes care of the of the depth chart, the offense, defense, and special teams. Um, we'll get the depth chart in first. Like I said, we get the depth chart the first week of the regular season. Um, that'll that'll tell us a little bit more. Maybe not much, but it'll it'll tell us um, a little bit more. So um, anyway, I've I've gone solo with this i've done it a couple of times now and and uh um hopefully answer some of your questions about about the um about the depth chart Hines will be back next week i'm assuming so um we'll uh then we'll get in depth into into what's going on maybe we'll pick maybe we'll pick games um that's always fun pick the season that's always kind of fun so um anyway so I can't wait for the season to start. I'm sure you guys, you guys are just as are just as anxious. I've been at Ames half a dozen times the last the last couple of weeks. Um, the grass is beautiful, green. Iowa State practiced, scrimmaged on the on the field um, a couple of times last week. And like I said earlier, reporters are not allowed, but um, to watch practice. But all all signs have, have been have indicated everything's. Everything's going very well. We've not talked to Campbell since since media days, and we'll get him on um, on, on a, whatever that last Friday is before the before the um, before the season starts at Victory Day. Iowa State's returning, doing Victory Day again, which is really really cool. Um, they didn't do it last year, maybe the last couple of years because of the COVID, but um, it's where it's where um, um, less fortunate kids come in, and Iowa State Iowa State football players in uniform. In uniform, make them feel like make them feel like they're all Americans. I mean, it, run them around the field, take, um, teach them drills. Um, I, I, I've seen I've seen um, um, Brock Purdy. Just throwing out a name now, Brock Purdy um, take a snap from center, hand the ball to to somebody in a wheelchair, and Brees Hall or David Montgomery or whomever 
would push the dude 50 yards in the push the person 50 yards in the wheelchair and and this person the the those people who 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 are the beneficiaries of this oh my gosh their their names on the their their pictures are on the video the huge video board um their parents are in the stands their family members are in the stands they're crying i've been i've been with some of these families before they're in tears it's just it's just an incredible thing so um yeah iowa state's returning to that and we'll have campbell available after that or sometime during during that um um very very nice wrap up to to practice and and the you know to fall practice and the players absolutely love it and and even I, I love it. It, it. It's just, it's just really cool. So, Heinz will be back next week, like I said. So, um, so for Randy Peterson and Travis Heinz, who's not here, um, this has been Cyclone Insider on fourteen sixty KXNO and one hundred six point three. Thanks for joining.